rest is alcohol with Lyle Fulton and Jackie Vores. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of The Rest is Alcohol, a podcast all about the alcohol landscape, whether it be from the perspective of people who are sober, who don't drink alcohol anymore, who are in recovery, people who still drink like myself, breweries, you know, drinks creators, pub landlords, the works. This is the podcast for you for all things alcohol. I'm joined, as I always will be, I'm sure, by the absolutely brilliant Jackie Vores. My name, as it will always be, for sure. And I'm not going to use the rest as PR catchphrase, because that's specifically for the rest of PR. But my name is Lyle Fulton. You are very welcome, listeners, to the latest episode of this brilliant podcast. And actually, it's great that I've just mentioned the word podcast about seven different times in that introduction, because this week, <laughs> listeners... Jackie and I decided we we we've never really done this with the rest of PR. Jackie and I were speaking before we went live on this recording. We thought it would be really good and really pertinent, actually, and really important to just do a podcast on doing this podcast, podcast. And, and how the podcast is going. Because we've had some brilliant feedback already in the episodes we've had so far. And we're so, so grateful, not only for that feedback, but for the guests we welcomed on, the, the wonderful Brian Purdue, the brilliant Ben Williams as well, both of whom are absolutely fantastic. We've got some really incredible guests lined up in the coming weeks and months. But with those guests in mind coming up, not just in the next few weeks, but also the guests we've had before, Jackie and I thought we'd just do a bit of a sit rep, as it were, of how the podcast is going and what it's been like to do it. I mean, Jackie, first things first, I mean, it's been going great, hasn't it? We're really, really pleased with it and and, and really? onwards and upwards with it, really. I've been really surprised about how many people have been listening to this and and getting so many differing opinions and requests for guests and it's actually opened up my my whole mind to alcohol I'm looking at alcohol in a completely different way I certainly came to the podcast from the perspective of somebody who doesn't drink anymore but all of my friends drink and it's really interesting exactly once I started this podcast everybody started examining their relationship with alcohol which was the exact reason for the podcast it wasn't to sort of place alcohol on some kind of a naughty list and you know try and convince everybody to stop drinking it was definitely talking about how we as individuals relate to alcohol and what alcohol does for our lives and you know it's quite interesting my eyes have been open to open to how Alcohol is actually really good in many in, in, in environments. For example, what you know a, a brewery will do for its locality, yeah. or um, what it will do for local produce. There is, or you know, uh, or how their initiatives that different organisations do empower women in industries. And yeah. so, you know, you can't just look at things through a sort of single lens. It's such a vast industry and my eyes have been completely opened up to it. And it is fascinating, fascinating what people are doing to bring drinking nice drinks. Yeah, full stop so right. People. So, you know, there's this guy who's just gone on Dragon's Den with the quarter. Have you seen that quarter proof kind of spirit? Oh, I don't think I have. No, no. Tell me more that, about this. It's bringing right. down the alcohol levels into into drinks but still being alcoholic drinks but not so potent that they sort of blow your head off sure which might actually be something that you know if i because i'm i didn't i stopped drinking because i'm just a greedy guzzler 
it's, it's <laughs> genuinely you know if I like something I will have 10 of it and it doesn't matter if it's a glass of wine or it doesn't matter if it's a box of chocolates yeah. you know, it will go down and even <laughs> if I'm full I will keep pouring so um you know it's it's more from a kind of like my my own personal self-management but you know I mean you, what, what sort of feedback have you had I've had some absolutely fantastic feedback. I'm going to draw upon something you've just said, though, before I go into the feedback I've had from friends of mine, because actually it's really interesting, kind of the the demographic of my friends and the sort of people I sort of am friends with and the groups I sort of immerse myself in. I was absolutely blown away by actually how me opening up on this podcast and how us opening up together on this podcast and talking more about it led other people to opening up. But you've actually mentioned something really, really interesting there before I go into that, which is that I think before I had... The situation I had last year and then decided to sort of be more vocal about my own experiences with alcohol after that episode in the middle of last year that we've, we've spoken a few times about on this podcast and on the rest as PR I very much had a tunnel vision perspective on the area of drinking insofar as I didn't think I had a problem I didn't think it could really be a problem like I could, seen from afar and I had lived experiences of friends and family having had their own situations and their own problems with it. But I was very much in the similar sort of mindset of if I go out with a friend of mine, whichever friend that may be, or if I go out with my lovely wife, Alice, or if I go out with my family, like my brothers in particular, it's pints, pints, pints. It's always drinks, drinks, drinks. And it's like, actually, my experience was the consumption and the volume of consumption. It became subconsciously or otherwise, that became my obsession. Nice drinks is just a very basic phrase but it's an important one and they don't you know and nice drinks can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic but i think what's great actually we're doing this sit rep today is that actually we've had albeit three brilliant episodes recently yeah about you know the fact that you know sobriety and sort of you know monitoring your consumption can be really really good we were very very conscious right from the get-go when it came to this podcast that we didn't want to be preachy either way about like yeah. go and drink or don't go and drink or whatever you want to do and actually i think this podcast that we're doing today is really timely because i'm realizing that when i go out i have drinks water in between alcoholic drinks i'm still drinking you know and i'm I'm not drinking as much as i was but i'm still very much drinking socially with friends at pubs or inside you know when we go for like sort of dinner parties and what have you but them being nice and enjoying it and like the how it's being revolutionized and the, and the inventiveness that's being shown by some people who just sort of see that the industry is discussing this in a far healthier way and sort of embracing new innovations is also really, really exciting. Like it's, there's almost never been a better time to talk about the industry, whatever your perspective, because if you're someone who doesn't drink like yourself, Jackie, people like you know, brands like the drink said it, who we're going to talk to, I'm sure at some point in the future. So we're going to talk to someone from the drink said it very soon on the podcast and other brands who do non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic drinks are being so innovative and so creative in what they're, in what they're producing, but also alcohol companies like the one you just mentioned, who went on Dragon's Den, you know, are, finding new and creative ways to not just make the whole landscape healthier and more manageable for people who want to have that conversation, but just nicer. Like it's creative. It's like an inventive space, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's, it's, that's remarkable. That's been something that I've been really, really interested. Like sort of my, my horizons have been broadened as it were when I go out. But you've just got me started on one thing, which I've noticed in my travels. Sure. Water. Yeah. You just said... You've been having a glass of water in between. Did you have to pay for that water? I do kind of get the tap water. 
Like I'm I'd actually well, I'm gonna, was I'm, tap water available to you? It was, and they have these little drinks things. It's reminded me just before you go into this, my, my wife doesn't like tap water. Uh, so uh water from our tap is is seen as something that we can't do. So so but she'll hate me for revealing that on the podcast. But I'm a, I've become a bit of a tap water fanatic. I've I've held off on um this is nothing to do with alcohol. I apologize. This is a bit of a tangent. I've just about held off, although I don't think I can hold off much longer, getting one of those motivational two-liter bottles at sort of every increment. Oh, I've got like, loads of those. Yeah. You well, can, can I borrow? one because like, i just think it'd be great like to motivate me during my water consumption <laughs> journey every day but yeah you I, I think i i know you where you were gearing towards which is this idea that actually there is, still appears to be this my massive rant stigma about water and the fact that people some in some you know venues insist you pay for water which is not great to me and this is interesting because i do think that and, and it has been said by many people much more educated in in this matter than me that a lot of the the problems that come with alcohol in the UK in our society is because of our cultural approach to it whereas if you go to France or Spain or Italy you know there's a lot of watering down there's a lot of water on the table and you just get it you don't have to buy it you don't have to ask for it you are just given a nice little carafe of water with your glass of wine and you watch people consume and drink water and consume and drink water and they're tasting their drink they're tasting their wine they're enjoying their wine with their food to me that's a beautiful experience you know I wish I was one of those people that wasn't just hoovering food down and glugging wine down that's me unfortunately but when I did manage to sort of look up from the trough every now and again and sniff the food and taste the wine it was a delightful experience and 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 I do think that you know other countries and other cultures have a much better approach to to the whole partaking of food and and drink and I'd, I'd love to i'd love to investigate that a little bit more potentially with a sommelier or a chef and oh yeah that'd be great how they you know and how how that whole thing how the pairing of of these beautiful experiences happens but you know it, it's i can't scream loudly enough and perhaps every one of the reviews that i write on booking.com or tripadvisor or wherever is why can't I have free water? Yeah. You know, why do I have to pay just as much money for a bottle of water as you would pay for a bottle of beer? I don't even want bottled water. Give me tap water. I also just think it shouldn't have to be an ask either. Like I sometimes find, and this is again a bit of a rant, like a sort of a rant in response. I sort of agree with the same thing. You know, can, oh, can we get some tap water as well? Like I love it when you go somewhere and they just assume that's a thing. Do you see what I mean? Because actually, like, it is, in essence, you know, a, a, an abundant resource. We're very lucky here. We spoke on a recent episode of the SSPR about how fortunate we are, given anything that's going on in the world. Like, you know, we, we have an abundance of tap water in this country. So it's no skin off anyone's back, you know. And I, and I forever, I don't, I don't take that for granted at all. You know, I realise how fortunate we are. You know, a couple of glasses, if I'm out with my wife, I'm out with a friend, a couple of glasses, tap water, because actually... And this is what's strange. Like quite often, if I go to a restaurant, that will, you know, more times than it doesn't, that will happen. You know, if you particularly depends on which restaurant you go to, and if you ask for it, they'll say, "Yeah, great," and they'll have bottles of water ready. I know when I worked in the hospitality, that we used to just have bottles of water ready, and you could just give them straight to a table. But actually, 
let's normalize like going for a, a you know this might be sort of a bit bit wacky or whatever but i don't think it's that wacky let's normalize going for a pint with mates and yeah. it being okay for there to just be if you sit down if it's table service which increasingly pubs still are you know as we've sort of emerged out of covid, COVID. Uh, a lot of a lot of pubs do still do table service because that's just the way they've sort of decided to restructure their model and service charge and all this sort of stuff normalize just popping a couple of glasses and some water on a table because actually in my head i mean i'm getting a lot more conscious of it i will just go and ask for a glass of water or quite often they'll have water stations and that's all well and good but actually if it's there i will drink water whilst i drink alcohol and you know it's basic science i'll feel better the following day i'll feel better and you see what i mean and you can still enjoy i love that you mentioned the word experience there my experience for years and it's maybe it's because i've sort of you know you know i'm 30 be 31 in march so actually i'm just over the hill of like you know the, my roaring 20s and my teenage years and parties and going to nightclubs fine but my experience was drink just drink and drink and drink right that was my experience and the word experience has you know a holistic and we spoke about holistic actually in our uh, in our so i'm pleased i'm pleased i got the demozo word of the week in our <laughs> podcast as a holistic definition because experience can be both negative and positive and you know the shades of gray and the different colors within those two words experience can be you know just literally head down and that that's that's your route through it but actually alcohol like food like going to the cinema, like going to the theater, like going to watch, you know, your favorite music acts or, you know, favorite band, like going on holiday can in and of itself be an experience that you embrace and engage with for a longer period than having to sort of go hell for leather and be fast and furious with it. And it doesn't have to be constantly alcoholic. It can be non-alcoholic as well. It can be soft drinks. It can be fruit juice. It can be, you know, all the sorts of things, you know, and I've found increasingly recently that instead of just going, oh, you know, I'll have a pint of what I normally have and I'll have six of them throughout the course of the night, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll have that beer. Oh, that there's a new non-alcoholic beer they have in the fridge. Maybe I'll have one of those just now. It's more about having the experience with the people I'm with and sharing that with them and and describing what it is that I'm consuming and all that sort of them. Ludo's there. <laughs> Ludo agrees. Ludo's like, yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with it more. But I just think, I think I'm really pleased that you mentioned that sort of word experience because I think we are finally... And don't get me wrong, you know, there's a ways to go and it's not always, you know, we we are a multifaceted planet. Do you know what I mean? You know, not everyone's going to feel the same way, but, you know, very diverse planet, you know, very diverse species. But increasingly, it's not head down, consume, that sort of culture. Europe is like doing it slightly better than us still. There's still a bit of a culture in the UK. But now it's like, okay, what are we going to enjoy? Like, how are we going to experience this diverse range of experiences, sort of new experiences with this sort of thing? And I think it is reducing stories you hear of um of people just going hell for leather with i mean that sort of links me nicely back to the feedback i've had which is yeah. increasingly friends of mine who i you know have stories like i look like ben had when we had him on the podcast where i had stories of you know just consuming you know and that was the goal you know sort of see see how many we could put away and then sort of you know what will be will be at the end of the night and what have you and now oh i went to this great restaurant and they got this nice new beer and they, you know, they don't feel worried about talking to me about this, even though they know I do the podcast or, you know, I'm getting into my wine now. And there's like an appropriate amount of banter about, oh, what are you, are you into your wine, are you? But then like after that sort of done, sort of friendly banter of it, it's like, but actually I'm interested. And can you talk to me about it? And and things like this. So no, I'm I'm really pleased that the word experience is like just another word we can add to the lexicon we're building around this podcast. Because I think, you know, we we don't want to be two people and then when we have guests on three or four people however many are in the 
in the podcast at the time who go sober, 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 don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. Yeah. It's about relationships, about the conversation, isn't it? That's what it's all about. It is. It is. And, you know, I really do like to hear about innovation that's happening in, because in many ways, it's one of the most ancient arts, isn't it? Yeah. The creation of and curation of these things that appeal to our palates. Yeah. Things that, you know, the glorious things that we like to enjoy. So, and and there is, and there's so much to them. There's so much that's really fascinating about it. And as we evolve and as we change and as, as we sort of have big discussions about things like AI, for example, yeah. I mean, there's no AI that's going to make a, t a change to our taste buds. No. To no. our palates, is no. there? And up here as well and how and how we engage with it from a psychological perspective and how we reframe our approach to not just the act of drinking and what it is that we you know consume but also the experiences around it and actually it just draws me on to I mean you're, you're so right in what you say like I feel really passionately about this next point it's been really I don't use this word lightly it's been a really beautiful thing to be able to talk to you about this but increasingly to talk to my friends and my family about this. And actually these things tend to come in twos and threes. I'm thrilled to be able to report that my brother, whilst he continues to drink, had a six week break. He, he did dry January and then just kept going. And he, he seems sharper than he's ever felt. And, you know, and, and you know, he's, he's, he's conversing with me a lot more and that we're talking a lot more about it. And we haven't alluded to the fact that he's listened to the podcast or anything like that. Although Owen, I hope you have been listening to the podcast. Family members, it is a compulsory <laughs> listening and viewing to, to listen to this podcast. Should we test but, them. <laughs> yeah, if you just test them. Yeah, do a quiz. But but like the openness. Do you know what I mean? I just, I, I, I feel so good about, you know, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but actually not long after I had what I had last year, I put something in place as maybe the wrong thing. But I, I agreed with my wife, Al, my, who's been incredibly supportive for me. And throughout this process and throughout throughout me being more open about it, like, like every time we went out as a, as a two or if I went out and she wasn't going to be there, but I would be coming home, like we talk about like what my goals were for, for that particular night on that particular social excursion. And it builds into this idea of experience because actually increasingly my goals were, I just want to have a good time with my friend or I just want to have a good time with my family or I just want to, you know, see this player. I want to experience this new thing. And it never involved volume. It never involved like sort of levels of consumption. And I feel less worried going into these situations now than I've ever felt in my entire life, really, let alone the last sort of That's six really months. That's really cool. That's really great. good to hear. Yeah. And I think what, what you're touching on there is this sort of consciousness yeah. of why you are doing what you're doing. And maybe that is part of our culture. Maybe that is part of the British culture which is that that unconscious drinking? It's just like, yeah, throw it down your neck in the middle of a rugby match or like half time, quick, get you know, in the football match, get a few pints in. How many yeah, yeah. Can you get down? You know, this is a very unconscious approach to something that costs a lot. Yeah, should be partaken rather than slooshed down. <laughs> you know, so it is maybe it is a little bit more about being conscious and certainly you know when I when I see the younger people coming I'm such an old person now when I'm talking to younger people their approach to alcohol is way different to what I was like when I was there well, I was going to ask you I mean like what is your take on that I mean you, like it's interesting 
I've, I've got to, I've got to be careful here. I'm going to be careful here because I, I, listeners and viewers, I, I respect my co-host Jackie very, very much indeed. But it is a statement of fact that I am younger, ever so slightly. You could be my son. Let's just say, <laughs> you could be my son. And and, in and terms of the age gap. And what an honour it would be, by the way, might I say, what an absolute privilege it would be to be there. And Arlo is an incredibly, incredibly lucky chap. Uh, so I'm going to caveat that by saying this. But actually, what's interesting is like I'm and we even said this when we sort of started this podcast. I mean, I'm in it. I'm in the change. Like as I sort of head towards 31, but I mean, I'm 30 now. Like throughout my 20s, like I've witnessed this change. It's been slow, but I can see the change. And actually, mine's been very retrospective because I still had, as I've discussed on this podcast and previous episodes, I still had that head down approach consumption. You know, that was my experience. That's what I wanted to do when I was in my 20s. But I look back and I can see that that happened. But I was in it. I mean, you've been kind of observing it, certainly in the last four or five years, because you've been, you know, you haven't been drinking for the last. Yeah. Years. You've observed that shift. I mean, how, how do you feel about that? And also, you know, these comparisons that you can make between like what you were like, you know, in your younger years and sort of the younger generation now it must be very stark, must not it? So different. I mean, I look at my stepson, for example, you know, he's 22, nearly 22. And I think I, I actually said to him, I said, you know, it must be really boring. You know, just come, you can have a beer. You know, we still have beers in the house. Have a beer. And he's like, I don't want a beer. I'm like, no, have a beer. It's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't want one. Thank you. But it's not my thing. And I'm just like, are you sure? You sure you're not just doing that for me? And he really isn't. He's just, it doesn't float his boat. And I think, I think his generation are growing up with much more an appreciation of their health, of their bodies. I mean, he, you know, he's fit, he's physically fit. He puts physical fitness at one of the top of the priorities, you know, when I was his age, if a bloke had a beer belly, it was almost something that the other blokes would pat him on the back about. Going, well, well done, a lot of investment in that, you know. What and a time. It, <laughs> you know, it's, it is a completely different. And how many pints you could yeah. drink was a, was a thing. You know, the fact that you could stay upright after a night's drinking was something to be applauded. Yeah. You know, but that just doesn't, no. it doesn't, it doesn't seem to sort of, be the standards, thank no. God, that are being held up nowadays. And it's everywhere Maybe. it shifted. It's shifted everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's not just certain industries have still continued to sort of, you know, sort of hold the flag high for, you know, that culture. I mean, we obviously speak about the fact that, you know, yourself and, and my dad, for example, and other people I know, when, when it came to sort of the PR industry and the advertising oh industry, like, there was a, you know, we, real We culture. had, we were like madmen. We had bottles of whiskey in our drawers. You know, it was... Yeah, the, the things that were going on were way beyond just alcohol, yeah. substance, any kind of substance that would elicit any kind of magnified effect was widely consumed and approved of amongst your peers and pushed out and pimped out amongst your peers as well. So, you know, if you were that one that didn't want to partake, you were basically ostracised. You were blackballed. It's like, oh, God, there we I mean, that's weird. incredible, isn't it? It it really is, and whereas I, it now seems like like a there's shame. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was one of the crowd who was going, "Oh, weirdo, where's he going? He's going home to pray," you know. <laughs> but you would do that, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas it now feels like there's been a shift the other way, and again, like we're not, we're not, you know. I still drink. I went for a few drinks last night with my friend. It was absolutely fantastic, uh, and. Our lovely colleague at the Mozo Billy, my deepest condolences for the fact that you travelled all the way to Portugal to watch your beloved Arsenal lose, but I didn't really watch the game. And Jackie described it as 
brilliantly as I've heard it described, which is a very turgid affair. What a fantastic word. But I mean, so, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm going back to it. I'm not turning around and saying, you know, well, you know, we're going to be a podcast again. That's like, oh, you know, it's so great that people don't drink as much anymore. Like drink what you want to drink. Like I still drink, I still consume alcohol and I really enjoy it. You know, I've enjoyed reframing my approach to it. What's interesting is like the shift appears to have gone another way now where it's like, and this has not been my own experience, but I've certainly heard of people who have had this experience. If someone in a group of, say, 10 people goes, oh, it's Thursday night, way, the other nine might go, come on, mate. We might <laughs> go for one and then we're going to go home. Whereas it was probably the other way around 20 years ago. It was like, you know, if someone turned around and went, oh, come on, guys. The other no. nine were going, no, it's Thursday, way, let's do it. Do no, you know what I mean? no. It was Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, go through Monday. Let's, let's go again. Love it. At Tuesday, how did Wednesday through Friday go then? Was it just like, <laughs> you know, just, a, you know, just making up for lost time? I mean, it's extraordinary. But to be fair, you know, my dad did say Tuesdays were, 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 fairly, uh, were fairly heavy. But yeah, I mean, I just think, I mean, like the, the key takeaway from this episode today, obviously, listeners, we're so pleased that we've just sort of been able to do a bit of a kind of a sit rep, as I, as I described it, and sort of check in and and just sort of tell you just basically how it's been to be putting it on and to be doing the podcast because I've just felt like it's just been, you know, you should never do something like this because it's therapeutic for yourself. But if that happens to be a bit of a nice bonus effect, then like that's great. And actually, you know, it's opened a few doors when it comes to speaking to people I love and care about. You know, they feel like they can talk to me about these experiences. I think I mentioned before an amazing friend of mine who has actually got his second child on the way which is absolutely amazing second child on the way later this year and he's got a little boy as well and that they're doing brilliantly and i had absolutely no idea that it was anything close to what he was going through and he texted me after he heard our podcast on alcohol on the rest is pr however many months ago that was last year and said that by the way just like really appreciate how open you were on that on that podcast i listened to it and how you know honest you were and it's something I've gone through myself. And I just sort of thought, wow, like I, I, that, you know, you'd never think to ask things like that as a group of lads. But actually yeah. now I can't believe that that was even a rhetoric I used or you'd never think to ask. Because now I just ask, you know, I think a lot of people are a bit taken aback by the fact I'm like, are you all good, by the way? Like when it comes to this and also just life, like are you okay? And, you know, I think Al... Yeah, I feel like I'm mentioning my wife all the time in these podcasts at the minute, um, but love her very much. So, Al, if you're listening, uh, you know, she she's she's at times taken aback with how open I am now, you know, sort of how much I talk about things and in a really good way. And I just think it's really important to sort of be as open about your experiences. It's that word experience again mm -hmm. and your relationships with things like this, because they have the power and power is the right word. Alcohol and the alcohol environment has the power to really elevate your life. And I, and I want to say that. I want to make a really, yeah, a really I mean, important drinking. The, the reason it's called a toast is a celebration. Yeah. You know, absolutely. There, There is a place for everything and everything. But, but it does also have a power, like, you know, as is the case with that word power, it can go the other way as well. And it can have a power over you that is negative and has an adverse effect on your life and your existence. And as with anything, the more you talk about it, you, the more you talk about something with power, the less power it has over you and the more power you have over it. And actually, I think I'm finding increasingly the more people I talk to about their own experiences and how, or, you know, I went to go and visit a friend of mine on um, Sunday, just gone without wishing to take the podcast, who's just had a little girl himself. And he had loads of Lucky Saint cans in his fridge. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, because I drove there and 
I was like, oh, maybe Al will drive back. And I remember thinking, oh, I'll have a couple of beers with him. Little did I know. And I was actually delighted. He was like, oh, I've got a few non-alcoholic beers. They're really nice, aren't they? And we just had like a good three or four non-alcoholic beers in front of the football. And it was like we were having a drink. Do you know what I mean? Like all the social... You know what? It's... I mean, the break. beers... So... Oh, I shouldn't go on, on, on about it. But I was in, I was in um, Barcelona a couple mm. of weeks ago. And there's this brand called Moritz. It's the Blue Moritz, the non-alcoholic ones. Oh, my... God, it was so good. Yeah. But I started guzzling again. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, though, because it's not, it's, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> you know, it's each to their own and it's all right if that's the way we do it. But yeah, I mean, I was just like, you know, drinking them like I would drink a, a beer. Do you know what I mean? And it was great. And what's been great is we're going to go and watch the Six Nations this weekend. And my brother was like, you know, and this is a, probably a, a conversation for a, a next episode of the podcast. And I'd love to get my friends who still works for Lucky Saints to come on the podcast. But what's what's great about what they're doing is my brother went, oh, you know, if if you can and again the openness was fantastic if you can it would be lovely if we could go to a pub that has non-alcoholic beer and i thought this would be an interesting social experiment for the rest is alcohol what i'm going to do is because he doesn't have time because he was working and i've got a spare hour i'm going to book ourselves somewhere for saturday because it's a big rugby afternoon and i'll do a quick you know lucky saint's the big one you know non-alcoholic beer in north london and lucky saint have a pub finder oh really yeah where you can just find out where where it is and where and, where, and they, where they've got different sort of you know different versions of their beer in certain pubs as well. And I thought this is brilliant, great. I'll book that pub. And I sort of like this little write a little when I booked it, I wrote a little sort of thing like, oh, you know, one of us isn't a, a drinker at the moment, so your non-alcoholic beer is gonna be fantastic. I got a great email back saying, yeah, bookings all confirmed, and we got Lucky Saint here. The conversation is opening up so beautifully and so brilliantly around these things. You don't need to feel worried about this stuff anymore. Um, whatever your situation. I, and I love that this podcast is, is shining a light on it. So, so I'm really, really grateful for that. And um, and we look forward. I'm sure I speak to you, Jackie. We look forward to having some great guests to discuss all sorts of the different perspectives from their end as well. Definitely, absolutely brilliant. Well, I'm led to believe that Jackie has to go and walk Ludo. Uh, oh, so, uh, and... those, those of you who have unfortunately had to look at us while we've been talking, <laughs> Ludo come and give you one of his reminder hugs. <laughs> is that... I mean, I did think it had the sense of a reminder hug when it he was came a reminder. into the frame. Um, it was and I'm, like, also, I'm here. I want to go back. I realise I've got to be very careful about saying A, his name, and B, yeah. the W-A-L-K word on the podcast, or otherwise <laughs> chaos will ensue. So we will leave it there, listeners. But thank you so, so much for joining us on this, the latest episode of The Rest is Alcohol. It's been absolutely brilliant for Jackie and I to just sort of take you through what our experience is. And that word has been such a poignant word this this week and, and, and this episode for the, for the podcast that word experiences talk you through our experiences recently and the brilliant feedback we've had we would love to talk about your stories talk about your journey talk about your experiences so if you would like to get in touch with us you can do so info at the rest is alcohol.com we'll pick messages up on that email address info at demozo.com as well because obviously jackie and i both work for the most jackie runs the show so you know we'll pick the emails up on uh, on demozo.com as well head to demozo.com for all things demozo head to the rest is alcohol.com for all things this new podcast and you can also get in touch with jackie or myself via linkedin jackie vores lyle fulton we would love to hear from you if you'd like to come on the podcast and discuss your experiences but for now and normally on the rest of the pr i'd say same time next week jackie but what i also love is that this is just when we feel like it's something we want to talk about we we get on the podcast and we do it so Ooh. listeners we will be back very very soon ludo will have had a walk by the time we come back to you on this the rest is alcohol but for the time being from jackie and from myself have a lovely weekend take care of yourselves it's bye from both of us for now